what is good divine dolls as you can hear one of my favorite theme songs in the background take me to church by jack hausier been going through a lot um and i'm waiting for the the chorus to come on amen okay google volume six This is the part. Take me to church. Okay, Google Volume Five. <laughs> but um, okay, Google Volume Four. <laughs> yeah, just bear with me. So, um. Parents went home, they are, well, to their other house. They left early this morning. One of my brothers took me. Stay tuned, because I'm going to have to tell you a little bit behind the scenes. He's totally, if I didn't know, he's totally manosphere. But I mean, the signs were there. It's just, I think now we have stuff to label it. And I wanted, I do want to talk about that because, you know, um, I, Coincidentally, and, and this this has been weighing on my heart, I think, um, kind of just having a conversation, I think, for women like myself or young girls like myself that you kind of really don't want to, you know, have to deal with that or acknowledge it. And if I'm honest, I've been kind of keeping that part back. But but I feel that even there was a um, story. Y'all know that I, I, I support um, Black Girls on Lost. And today she did a story on um, a woman, a CEO, that she was running a, a kind of like a, it's called, it was called like Cat Chemical. But they used to do the formulations for soaps and stuff like that. And she appointed her 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 brother as like the COO or the CFO, something along those lines. So they were in business together. And they're saying that he aggravated y'all. When I tell you there's I'm a there's this bug that got me all unprofessional right now. Hold on. me messed up anyways so um long story short unfortunately um he called the police after he toe tagged her and his his niece was there trying to split up the fight and he called 911 and told them that he was you know had toe tagged her in self-defense and even you could see in his in at his arraignment okay google repeat um, you could see at his arraignment that he just was like straight up demonic and no regard for, you know, the fact that it's his sister, his niece's mom, you know, her husband was there when it happened and they see he was an avid marksman and were it not for the video surveillance that was in the area, um, 
the 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 reason they're pressing charges against him is because they pulled up the surveillance and it shows that not only did someone try to break up the fight, but he escalated it. And basically because he goes to the shooting gate range and he's a, a uh, what do you call it? Like a, a not like a targetsman, like a, a, a an excellent mark, marksman, toe tagged her. And so she didn't make it. And I think that there's a lot more of those dynamics. Well, well, that's on the extreme, but I think that, you know, it's it's sometimes these things hit close to home. Um, I, I would just say this because I don't have to do a whole other podcast. So we're at my parents' house. I'm I'm there waiting for the one of the brothers to go pick him up. And I and most of you know I only get along with one, one and a half, two, you know, um, two. But mostly, for the most part, my youngest brother. But the middle one, and and I mean, it's even. Uh, I did not want to make this podcast. Okay. Mm. I don't want to attach this podcast to a project I'm share. I'm gonna be working. I'm. I'll do a separate podcast on that one. But I, I'll say this. Like, I mean, I have burn marks. <laughs> I've had my property, like my house, destroyed, from you know. So the signs were kind of just always there, but I think that I don't want to make it kind of like a thing where this is what I'm trying to say. I think that it's, it's a shame that comes with it. Um, I think my way of dealing with it is just kind of like (laughs) trying to stay out of the limelight on things. Um, But I do want to acknowledge that there are women out there that it hits closer to home way closer to the home than we really want to admit. And I think that there has to be a safe space for it, um, for those conversations. I think that there's some progression, especially as we're becoming more woman-centric, because I talk about how for all the women around the world, like especially when you go into other religions and other cultures, um, and and I'm I'm becoming more woman-centric. I'm so proud of myself. I think that once I committed myself to just kind of allowing myself to let my guard down just a little bit more with women. Um, And the reason I say with women, it's not even so much. I think that um, it's not that I find them difficult or um, that they're going to harm me. I think that all of us have our boundaries up for whatever reason. And a lot of it has to do with the infrastructures we have in place, like whether it's for race or for class or religion and those type of dynamics. So it's easier for me to let my guard down, I think, a little bit, because when we one thing about the family dynamic is we've all had, <laughs> for the most part, siblings and stuff like that. Um, and I think that in order for there to be healing. OK, Google, repeat. <laughs> You kind of have to um, allow for the conversations. But one thing I want to do say um, is, is as much as I acknowledge it, I want I know there's something important to acknowledging it. I know when we were looking up, um, I don't know why I feel nervous. <laughs> um, but I did want to come on here and just chat with you a little bit. And I wasn't planning to talk about this, but when we were looking up the, about the verse, you know, turning the other cheek and what forgiveness is, one of the things that came up was about acknowledging the pain. And 
it, I kind of had an aha moment because, you know, to me, the reason I didn't like the turn the other cheek proverb is because it walks you through all these steps of you saying, acknowledging the pain and saying that you hurt me. And in some ways it's, it felt dismissive, but for me, I think it's just a reminder that we're human. And a lot of times people try to tell us to suppress pain. Pain is what makes us human. And it is out of that pain that we ch- we can do several things. We can suppress it and continue the pain to go on and on and on. Or we can, out of that pain, get angry enough to do something about it or feel it enough to transmute that energy to make sure that it doesn't happen to other people. And take that pain and kind of in the process of healing at some point we will share our stories about how we overcame it and and make sure that we're not putting our you know future generations through stuff like this so um so yeah y'all <laughs> so I say all that to say like um and I told you I've been been having problems with the with that brother in particular we haven't spoken in years and before that we hadn't spoken for years, um, but <laughs> he's in the living room, and he. This is the thing. Like when I tell you, he knows how how to aggravate my soul. Um, he put on Kevin Samuels for my dad to hear, and he's trying to pass it off like it was good advice. I was so pissed. I like marched up to my mom's room. I'm like, mother. <laughs> Your son is listening to Manosphere rhetoric. <laughs> and she's like, what? What is that? I was like, I was like, you do not want him playing that around my dad. Trust me on this. So she came out and she's like, she was like um, sweeping the, the living room. And so she's like, what's that? And he's like, oh, there's this guy. He's just great. He's like phenomenal. He's always giving people advice. It's like a really great tactic. And I was like, oh my God, he's manosphere, manosphere, like super red. And, but, but you know what is so interesting is that I, I listen, before there was manosphere, I knew there was something that wasn't right with it for years from like, since I was a teenager and, and we're all spaced out over it, uh, six years apart, like two, 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 and two. So we're all two years apart with the youngest being six years younger than me, right? So I've been, been knowing since I was like 16, 18, 19, okay? Um, But I think that this is why the conversations are so important. And for those of you who are kind of, you know, you're not alone. (laughs) And the reason I talk about this too, I think it's so interesting how it's so much more woman-centric and in common because I grew up around a lot of... Okay, Google, repeat. (laughs) Um, I grew up around a lot of... um, Like the Hispanic um, community... And they had the same dynamics, too, you know. Um, One thing about them is their culture is that they have, like, the male chauvinistic chauvinistic type of um, rhetoric that runs through there. And so sometimes they can be just as possessive. um, And and 
it comes all the way down from the father to the to the brothers and how they kind of um subjugate their their sisters and their daughters and stuff like that so i don't know but anyways um i have been super busy but okay google volume seven Take me to church, I At the beat of your lungs and I And you can tell me I'm Take me to church Okay, Google, volume four <laughs> But, um, so With that being said, let me kind of just share Okay, so In between everything Um, I, I am I published a book kind of sort of um i started working on it i want to say like day before yesterday i came up with the image and i have just been in my creative space i've talked a little bit about how there's these conversations about when to be feminine and when to be masculine and i remember kind of feeling like oh my gosh i'm gonna have to get like pitbull in a skirt again and and so, but without even planning for it, I just allowed myself to just immerse myself in AI, to immerse myself in thinking about what the future would be like and how much easier life would be. And I allowed myself to just be creative and to just pull up stuff that really made me happy and that I thought were so pretty and made me smile. And I am a visual person, so... You know, it, you're going to see when you start to see what comes out of this space of creativity. Lots of flowers, lots of light, beauty, um, diversity. And and so uh, one of the images that came up was this little girl with her backpack on. And she is so cute, y'all. And and I think that the space I'm in, the reason I kind of wanted to hop off a little bit too is because I'm working on my second book. It's kind of my third book. When you go, if you um, look on Amazon, I have a Kindle book that is titled, I Thought I Was in a Twin Flame Relationship. Thank you to the person who bought it. Um, They gave me a full five-star review and... When I tell you, it was a reminder, too, of how I how I do every and anything. And so I was very thorough and it took me time. And I remember the space that I was in and how much I wanted it to make an impact in other people's lives. And when I got that full five star from even though it was just one person, it meant so much to me because it's like they understood what it was that I was trying to get across. And. There's so much healing, so much so to the point that when I was looking through it, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to come back and read this again and kind of remember. the In there, I talk about the, um, instead of using cord cutting, to use the lotus birth release, which is like kind of, a, in my opinion, a little bit healthier. And the Hanopono prayer, I had created some beautiful bracelets um, that had some crystals on them. Okay, Google Volume 2. <laughs> um some beautiful they um 
I'm pretty sure, I think I had put pictures of them up too. And I got five-star reviews on that one too. They absolutely loved them. They were more on like the high-end um, spectrum. But the thing is, a lot of you know, I was going through a lot like depression and type of stuff. And, and that stuff really messes with your brain. And so I was trying to just power through and stay in, in masculine energy that I had been in for a long time anyways, since I entered the workplace. And so, <laughs> and so, um, trying to push through it when I was grieving, I think just set me back even further. So this allows me to kind of go back into it. So anyways, one of the, the, um, images that I was able to generate was this, she is so cute. I think you're going to fall in love with her the same way that I did too. She has this like huge poofy hair and I fell in love with hers out of all of these images that I generated. And you'll get to meet all of the different like divine feminine forms in the workplace, in corporate, in the office, in the living room. Um, I have different goddesses too, like goddesses in temples, but also um, just like everyday regular people. Okay, go Google volume two. Okay, Google Volume 2. I might just turn it off because it's not a song I really want to listen to. But. And so, um, as I was working it on it, you know, um, when you're creating content, <coughs> um, there's something called like low content, low content books and stuff like that. And sure enough, my personality came through because... It was like, I want this to have meaning, meaning. And I named this character Isadora. Um, and I thought about what it would be like for her to write her um, affirmations. So I looked it up and sure enough, there's like a template where you can um, have a journal for her to write out her affirmations. So I just looked up affirmations. I, I did 160 affirmations and I picked out the ones that, and it got into a space where a lot of you know, I talk about my onborn babies, like what I want for them and for the future and things that I wish my niece had and, and other little girls and things I wish I had too, y'all, growing up. And it just kept me, it's like, y'all know I'm sentimental, y'all know I'm a crybaby. <laughs> But it's like a very beautiful, happy, just kind of like reminiscing, like thinking back, but also to the future, like how much happiness and joy and pleasure people are going to have from doing it. And um, so I'm going to do another podcast and kind of like reintroduce you to it. Um, it takes three days for them to approve it because they have to make sure that it's going to cut and print everything. And so I did, it has 44, I think 44 affirmations. It has a habit tracker because I thought about, okay, so here's the other thing. So then I looked in to see like, what grade do they start learning to write and paragraphs and words and stuff. And so that's usually between second and third grade. They should be fluent in writing. And, um, oh, I love this song. <laughs> um but they should be fluent in writing and 
I also wanted like, you know how us grownups, we have trackers for like, okay, I'm going to save like $100 per check or we say I'm going to make sure that I did my yoga or my Pilates for 30 days and we have little trackers and we can color them in and it feels so good and satisfying. And so I wanted her to, this this girl, this little girl to be, to feel how good it feels to develop a habit a healthy habit in 30 days of writing in her journal. You know, it's it's set up as a writing journal, but it's kind of like I, I encourage the parent in the description. I encourage them to keep it for in the future so that they can see all the beautiful things that they manifested from when they were early. And what's crazy about this too, a lot of those manifestations, my niece subconsciously she carries those in her and it's going to be so cool she has a little sister so she's my my one of my goddaughters and it will be so cool for her to experience you know writing with that too and so not only are they learning to write the affirmations they're going to be speaking out the words and the goal for that book is for them to each day add a new affirmation and to have the memorization and in 30 days for it to become a part of who they are. And then at the end of the book, there's a certificate. And um, I will probably do another version and subsequent versions, but right now I'm working with what I have. But it's a certificate. And right now too, um, the covers are gonna be color, but the insides are black and white. But at some point, um, and especially if there's demand, you know, if, if y'all let me know that you, that you want, you know, color, I absolutely, could see especially for the affirmation. I, I almost want to call it an affirmation journal for second graders. And that would be, you know, I could see myself for the parent that's like, I want my little girl to be doing affirmations when I'm doing my affirmations. I want her to be writing in her journal the way that I'm writing in my journal. So I was thinking about doing a mommy and me journal. But the thing is, so the journal that I'm working on right now is so freaking pretty y'all and it's one of those things like i could just throw you know a generic template on there and i could just you know slap on like blank pages for you to write your stuff in but it's like you're definitely going to get a sense of my personality because it's so pretty and ethereal and i feel like um, there, there will be some simplicity, but I can tell you that, um, one, I'll be paying attention to what people kind of gravitate towards. Um, but just creating spaces and I think about what is it that I really, the space I want you to be in. Um, this one is, is going to be, it's called, uh, um, manifestation journal and then at the bottom it's subtitled welcome to the temple of my mind so y'all know that's been one of my favorite things um you're gonna see a lot more of those conversations about like different women in temples you know all different kinds of archetypes and in all different kinds of settings and and just to be in that space where you're inviting light in and surrounded with beauty and light and to just take put you in a dream state where you're writing down your dreams and you, I, you're going to love it. Um, I still have to figure out the price point. I'm kind of also trying to decide too. Um, I don't think glossy paper would be the best, but I think there's kind of like a paper that, um, cause these type of books, you're not going to just 
want to toss them. They're not your everyday notebooks. These types of books are books that you're going to write your dreams in and your manifestations in. And you're going to be looking at them for years to come because the artwork on it is just so beautiful. And I think that the space you're going to be in as you're writing it is just going to feel like you're in a whole different other place. And it's, you know, especially if you've been following me, it's going to be so beautiful. I think the person who will see it will kind of um, gravitate for it, to it on their own, for their own reasons. But if you've been connecting with me, you get to understand what it means, like where your temple is going to be placed, you know, and what is it that you're attracting and what is it that are in all of the different chambers of your temple and, 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 and getting to look back at it, you know, it later on and stuff. So that's kind of what I'm working on, on, um, if I'm honest a little bit, like it's weird because even though I have quiet time, it's a different type of productivity and I needed it in a way. So that's kind of what I've been working on. Um, and you know, I wanted to spend as much time with my parents while they were here. It's so bittersweet because you just never know, you know, how long. But um, definitely try to enjoy as much time as we had together. And but now that they're gone, it's like, okay, you know, um, get back to my routine of we like we would work out together or just do kind of, you know, me hanging out more in their space. But um getting that early morning exercise in, getting my water in per usual. I set up a little mini office space that helps me be a little bit more productive too. And um, so I have that going on. And then the rest of the next 30 days is just, you know, hustling, grinding. I also like that um, I was quote unquote published the book for Isadora um, on a Thursday. It will take them three days, but I like that I did that on a Thursday when it had to do with like um, enterprise and, you know, <laughs> amplified by the energies of Jupiter and whatnot. Um, I, I just kind of like that. And so this is really cool, too, because um, I would like to put out a journal every day for the next 30 days. But let's just be real. Um, so this, the energy that I'm in for this journal, and again, I'll probably do a thumbnail on it so you can see it coming and decide if you want to go on Amazon and buy it. But it's definitely leveraging the merge between um, Jupiter, Thursday energy. Oh, one more thing I want to talk about, like feminine energy versus masculine. Going into Venus energy. Absolutely beautiful you know, here, here's one of the quotes that's on here. Do more of what you love, right? That, that beautiful journal prompt, entry prompt right up there at the beginning. Do more of what you love. And so if you're going to do more of what you love, what are you manifesting? What is it that you love that you want to manifest more of, you know? But um, what I wanted to say too, and then I'm going to hop off is that feminine energy is just as titillating <laughs> as masculine energy. I think that, you know, um, 
being in your creativity and paying attention to like the details and the refinery and you know what the other person on the other side is going to be feeling like that nurturing like here let me give you this package of something that is going to that you're going to love and is going to create like a womb space for your mind you know and help you to get to another level it's just a little like resource or token you know type of a thing and that type of energy when you start to tap into it it feels really good like um creating something and it's so cool because i have opportunities to create um music so i'm going to be that's something that's coming down the pipeline but i think the most important thing is going to be putting out a journal a day and and or i know i haven't been taking care of my youtube channel the way i need to but by now it should be giving me access to live streaming um and there's there's some slides i want to put together i think y'all are gonna kind of love it i want you to have a sense of humor with it because some of the stuff i'm still perfecting and so we're gonna kind of laugh about it a little bit i might put up a bloopers ah i could do a bloopers divine feminine version type of a thing and we'll see like hopefully you can laugh about it the same way i do but if it gets too negative then i would just kind of take it down too. But I think that even working on this content, and I think even the content for the little girl, for Isadora, um, made me kind of just tap in more to being even more woman-centric. I know a lot of you kind of know that I, 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 have, I have my wounds, you know, that I carry from just being, you know, because of the, I, you know, what comes with life, but I feel like um, working on something for Isadora, this is what's so interesting to me. So when I was working for that, it's obviously going to be for a little black girl. Obviously, if you're a mom that's okay with diversification, you know, um, then you're not going to be bothered by that. You're just going to be like, it's a little girl and I love the affirmations. But it, it makes me wonder, because here's the challenge and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off. Um... I I find it so difficult, like, when people create things for, like, little girls or for, yeah, or for women. How is it that you can just create something that doesn't include other people? Because I felt it, and that's why sometimes I wonder, like, are we really as women-centric or as maternal as we claim to be as a species because I feel like as I was making it I'm like oh my gosh this would be so cute if I made it for like a little you know Latina girl or I made it for a little Japanese girl or I made it for you know like a little Native American girl or something like that like how can I not love all of them and how can I not create little things to make them feel so empowered and I just I don't understand why like in the white community I'm just gonna keep it a hundred like why would you not make that connection that you know because images do matter and I don't know so that that just kind of was just so interesting to me because I was like oh I want to be 
as inclusive as possible because this was it was such a beautiful like labor of work love y'all when I was done my back was hurting <laughs> and but I was so excited about it that I woke up at like three in the morning and um and then after my parents left and I finished it and I was able to upload I had to make some corrections on it and um and then submitted for publication um but I just I want to encourage us to be more inclusive inclusive including myself um and so but with the manifestation journal that I'm doing this first one is actually gonna I think hit a lot more women it's not just necessarily for black women um but I still want to join that space here's another thing too y'all I talk about how I know for a fact that I'm here to do things in my own little way right and it's one of those things like they talk about how soft skills are not really appreciated, but they're what makes the world go forward, right? So soft skills would be anything that administrative assistants do or things that women do like around the house or around the workplace or, you know, in different settings. And they're the lowest paid and the low, the most unappreciated. But even when I'm in these artificial intelligence places, spaces AI spaces y'all they give you the opportunity to give feedback and I can tell you as I'm working with images for like little black girls and professional black women and black goddess it's like I can see the difference between when I first started to now because I'm deliberate about giving feedback and saying this needs to be corrected this is inappropriate this is and then giving a green light on what looks more like us and our variety and our you know diversity and but if they don't have a usually if you just type in like a professional woman and you um ask it to generate more it's just going to be white woman after white woman after white woman and so you have to prompt it and you have to prompt it for the hair and give it feedback on you know, make it look more natural or, you know, a certain texture or what about the braids and then until they keep perfecting it and then you give the, the thumbs up and I feel like, um, am I getting paid for it? No. Although some exciting stuff too is because like I said, I have downloaded, if I tell you like maybe 10 AI apps and stuff and whether in between my laptop and my phone, and um, signed up for different like AI channels. So of course their algorithm picks that up. And so Google invited me to to be one of the first people on a on a focus study group that's going to be dealing with AI. And they already sent me labs. And um, it was very interesting. And I was very intentional about making sure that I give them feedback. Um, and who knows where that can take you, right? Who knows where that can take you, but I understand that I have an opportunity to give feedback on what I'm seeing on my end and what does beauty look like even with artificial intelligence. I know that I'm playing a role because if I tell you some of the stuff that I saw coming out of like um, AI for what they perceive of like little black girls or, you know, like professional black women... <laughs> Even just like I said in the in the past couple, you can see it getting better and better and smarter. And I'm glad that I'm I'm contributing to the process. Um, I don't know how many other people are are kind of on the same platform that I am, but 
I know that it can make a difference. Uh, there's another one that I want to add, but um, I'll probably do that one later in the month. So there's that. another thing that's so interesting to me, too, is I've been hearing so many people express concern about AI in the future. And I kind of low-key get it, but I feel like sometimes we are kind of fear-mongering a little bit because, you know... I don't want us to be, there's there's a difference between being dystopian and protopian. And I think that men and women kind of manifested in different ways because men will have you like in caveman days, horse and buggy days, all day, every day. They will try to take you back to the days of when we had nothing, you know. Um, but I think sometimes women do it too because we're like, oh my gosh, AI is going to like totally take us out of this world and it's going to like take us to a time when we are just kind of like have no autonomy. But if you look at the healthier perspective of it, I mean, if we are really kind of anti-technology, we wouldn't have cell phones. We wouldn't have laptops. We wouldn't have computers. We wouldn't have EV vehicles. You know, a lot of the things that have helped us to progress life. And it is so cool because when I think about the, the, I think that one of the verses that I think definitely rings true with um, Age of Pisces versus Aquarius is that he who is pure, let him be pure still. And that he who is unrighteous, let him be even more unrighteous. And that has been staying with me, but it's kind of like, I don't think AI is going to make you dumber. I think that if you were smart, you're going to get even smarter because if I tell you that there are ways for you in 10 minutes, you can make 200, um, 200 posts. You can make like five videos in 10 minutes with all the content and all the slides in 10 minutes. You can generate your content for the next 30 days in like half an hour to an hour. If you know all of the formulas and how to use AI. And so it's so much better because if let's say like, let's say you are mission based and you have a message that you want to give out to people about health or, you know, like in my sector, insurance or about positive affirmations or about um, science or literature or things like that. And you're really serious about your mission it's so much easier for you to generate that, you know, and in such creative ways. I remember when it you would have, I would have still probably been working on my little Isadora coloring book to get it to the quality that I had. I did 44 pages. I'm talking about it's a 50 page book for um, handwriting for you to practice your handwriting right? With a certificate, cover page, back page, a habit tracker, right? And I did that within a 24-hour period, right? Created the, the little person, the little avatar and everything in 24 hours. And in those hours, I was sleeping. I was spending time with my family. We went shopping, right? We had errands we had to run. Um, and if I had to do that on myself, it would have taken me maybe maybe 20 days if I'm like really booking it and crunching out two pages a day with all the dots and the the you know coming up with the affirmations and drawing the image using Adobe and all that with the vectors and 
and whatnot, what have you, and spacing stuff out and cutting and pasting. And here I am not only able to do that, but upload it, upload it, and then I don't even have to have them in my house. You can look through it and decide that you want to buy it, and it will be shipped to you from Amazon, and they have quality printing products there, you know? So um, I don't know. I feel like let's try to be as healthy about it. And I feel like if you're going to, if you have fears about AI, why not immerse yourself in it to where you can create positivity or add positivity to the time, to the timeline, you know, why not use it to counteract the negativity that's out there? Um, but yeah. So, all right, y'all, that, that ended up being quite a bit of a chat. <laughs> I will talk to you later. Um, I If I come back tonight, tonight, I will do it. I will do maybe like two little mini uploads. So I'll put up the thumbnail of what I saw for Isadora's coloring book. So I'm so excited for her. And then I'll do the thumbnail for the first page of the manifestation journal. So y'all can, you know, kind of have something to look forward to. And that's what I've been working on. I have a meeting I have to go to tomorrow morning, which might interfere with my workout. But, um, and, and it was so cool. My dad was like, make sure, you know, he, he got me some stuff for around the house and stuff. But make sure you continue to exercise. Make sure that you take care of yourself. Make sure, because I you know, had a little bit of conversation with them about going through the depression. And I think that, you know, that's something they never really experienced. And so it kind of caught them off guard. And so now they're just kind of like still trying to <coughs> really understand what it meant and that type of thing. And I think that now that I'm coming out of it, they can see the difference between when I was in it. Um, and so... It's just kind of like, okay, take care of yourself while we're gone and make sure that, you know, you continue to have healthy habits and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, dad, I'm going to be fine. I've, I went through like that most of the, the eye of the storm a whole while back and have been self-healing and stuff like that too. But that was kind of nice. So yeah, so I just need to make it to this weekend, y'all, and I'm dog tired. <laughs> so I just need to make it to the weekend. But like I said, my goal, I might take Sabbath off that's part of my religion like one of the takeaways that I I um I was a very strict <laughs> sabbath keeper um even when I had my own place and I didn't have my parents kind of like down my throat and then even though I left the religion I still kept sabbath and then after a while I kind of just every day was sabbath kind of to me so it didn't have boundaries but I think now that I have more of a work schedule for myself and a more of a routine I want to keep more of the sabbath element where I can just rest. And then if that means I'm going to have like 25 days of productivity, then that's going to be the plan. So yeah, stay tuned. Let's see. Am I going to put out like close to 25 journals? We'll see. There's activity books um, that I haven't even conceived yet or anything like that. So my goal is to finish the daily manifestation journal, journal tomorrow and then that one, I might create more of the same. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put out some journals that are kind of a little different because I want to see what people gravitate towards and what the preference is. You know what was so cool when I was doing my research? Um, and I don't want these to be so long, but if you know me, then you kind of know. And hopefully they don't feel as long as they as they are. 
But um, when I was doing my research for what Generation Z and Generation X women, you know, spend on, Generation X women spend their money on things that are practical to them. Whereas Generation Z buys things that they are are going to help them more with like manifestation and like more of like have to do with spirituality. So like Generation X would be more kind of like um gratitude journals, journals with prompter, with like a journal entry prompters, um with more like habit trackers in there, um more kind of like a hands-on it has to be a resource or a tool or like a workbook. Whereas with Generation Z, it's just kind of like you can kind of allow them to esoteric on their own. You just have to create the space for it. I'm probably, I, I'm going to study it a little bit more, but it, basically that's the difference. Like Gen X is more, it has to be a resource. It has to be practical were the two words that came to me. Whereas Gen Z is like, they're more into like the spiritual side of things. Like if you're going to do affirmations for both, affirmations for one would be kind of more like for generation x would be kind of more like um you putting the journal prompters like asking them questions about what it is they're trying to manifest whereas with generation z you can put a generate um manifestation um journal but they they have their own way of doing it like just to kind of give you an idea too because for me, old school people, we used to have lines in our journals, our manifestation journals. Generation Z has like the hexagon grid. They have the dot grid. Um, or they're used to like even just open blank spaces that that they can write. Their, and they're more used to like mind maps. So, um, yeah. Um, so... It's going to be fun. I'm just enjoying the process. I'm going to see what people gravitate towards. And so, um, yeah, it, it's it's a process of like, how can I be of service? Am I really helping you on your spiritual journey? And like I said, I want them to be things that like, even for like the little Isadora book that she can keep. I want her to keep it for when she's graduating from like senior year and going her freshman year into college and her mom is able to keep it. And or she's able to record herself, you know, saying her affirmations and carry them for the rest of her life. And then it would be so cool. Like, I would like to get to the point where it's like, can you imagine I still have my account 10, 15 years from now? And they're like, yeah, I remember my mom bought this book and I'm graduating from high school or from college now. And I'm a bioengineer and I'm a, you know neurochemist psychologist or something like that or I just landed on the moon but I remember my mom buying me this and practicing this and it is how much it has changed me I you know a girl can dream <laughs> a girl can dream and like I said that came out of like my that's something I would want my daughter to be doing and I think it's so cool too because if I get a chance to work on the description a little bit more I might do a special in the summer. Um, there's a reason it, it costs just a little bit more because it was hands-on. It's not a low-content book at all, meaning that you just, you know, there's nothing in there. I put effort into this stuff and I did my research on it. But but um, I might run discounts on it in the summer because in the summer, you know, it's important for you not to, you know, you want to have something that you do every day to remember 
your writing skills and your practice your reading skills and keep your your mind in a healthy headspace. So we're looking about eight weeks of summertime. So um, 45, 44 affirmations will get you right in that sweet spot. You know, like if you take off Saturdays and Sundays, we'll get you right in that sweet spot of doing five a day for eight weeks that you're on summer vacation. Um, and so then when you go back to school, you're, you haven't forgotten, you know, how to like not forgotten how to write, but it just kind of keeps you current. It's a small little task, a healthy habit you do every day. And in there, you can use reading, memorization, and so many other things. So, all right, y'all know that I love you. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, so just give me a couple more days, y'all. But I think even going into Monday, I feel as like when I'll be able to do more of the YouTube live streams, I want to definitely get back into the horoscope stuff and like the Zodiac, like definitely provide support on what is happening in those spaces. Because I think even for me, looking it up myself, I, I knew what I was able to, what's dealing with and I was able to navigate through the energy. Um, but um, at this point, it's going to come down to pacing myself to make sure I'm putting out a book a day and then a podcast a day and then doing the oracles and the, you know, the weekly forecast or the daily forecast, depending on what it is that we need. And I can also, now that I have my little office space set up, I had to set it up somewhere else because the place I was in before was just no. <laughs> um, I can put my cards out and then that way they're easier for me to access and I can pull the cards the way that I need to. All right, y'all know that I love you until the next one. Bye.